Hello friends, I'm Amanda Barr. And I'm Rebecca Lou Brennan, and welcome to Dance Principles United, the podcast. Together, we are passionate about helping studio owners with the business of running their studio. Join us as we talk everything from marketing systems, studio culture, motherhood, life, and everything in between. This is the Dance Principles United podcast. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. We are so excited to be back with another Dance Principles United podcast. I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Rebecca Lou Brennan. Hi, Beck. How are you doing? I am super amazing and so excited for today's session. How are you going, Amanda? So, so good. So today we're joined by the amazing Emma Lonard. Emma is the uh, co-creator of the Little Monkeys program as well as the Tumbletown program and is also the head of preschool at Paws Studio, Beck Studio. Hi, Emma. Hi, how are you? So, so good. Thanks for joining us today. Look, Emma is super awesome. Um, She just seems to get it with the preschool market, I think. Um, And, you know, she's definitely shown that the whole way through being working at Pause full time as our head of preschool. But then to create these incredible programs as well that now studios all over the world are using, um, I thought she would bring so much value to today's podcast and give you guys some super amazing tips and tricks on how to get preschoolers in, how to keep them in and some things that you can do to help them feel really special. So we're so excited to have you, Emma. Awesome. So let's get stuck into it. So Emma, can you tell us your top tips and tricks on being an amazing preschool teacher? Um, perfect. So my favorite top tip and trick is definitely knowing preschoolers to a T. Um, the amount of knowledge that I know about what current TV shows, books, movies, all of those kind of things, they really help kind of break the ice with preschoolers and just being able to kind of talk to them in their language, like oh my God, I know all about Emma Wiggle and I know all about Encanto and all of these things. They kind of feel like you're on their level. So I would definitely recommend knowing as much as you can about what's on at the moment with books, TVs, movie, TV shows, coloring, all of those kinds of things. Um, They think that's really special that you kind of know what's going on in their little world as well. So, so good. So, you know, all the lyrics to We Don't Talk About Bruno is what you're saying. All of them. Yeah, all of the lyrics. <laughs> Don't we all? But I actually was talking to a studio owner the other day, Amanda, and they didn't know who what Encanto was. Mm. And I think, like, you definitely, as studio owners and teachers, you've got to stay on top of that stuff because at our studio at the moment, Emma and I are playing Encanto 24-7. All of my teachers are. Yes. But it's what the kids love. Mm. And I think, you know, when you can relate to them in those senses, it makes such a difference. So I think as a studio owner in general, you need to be on top of that and make sure your staff are on top of it as well. For sure. And like Beck and I both have young kids, so it's easy for us. However, I know we're on a podcast and you can't see, but Emma is young and doesn't have children herself. Um, but yeah, you make sure that you're educated for work, I guess. Is that right? It's not like you just want to watch yeah. Emma Wiggle for fun, but you make sure 100%. you do it. <laughs> yeah. And if a kid says something to me like, oh, this is Sky from Paw Patrol and I have no idea. I pretend I know and then I'll go home and look it up so that the next week I'll be like, oh my God, did you know Rubble is yellow? And oh my God, Marshall, the Dalmatian, love Marshall. That way <laughs> it's kind of my way to communicate with them because certain kids have certain things that they like. Some kids love certain shows and that's it. And if you know nothing about that, you can't really connect to that kid and then they feel a little bit isolated. So knowing as much as you can and if you don't know anything, making sure you're using your time um, outside of work or in 
your hours to make sure you do know what's kind of going on in their little world. So, so good. That's such a great tip. And I think, um, yeah, it's just a matter of educating yourself so you can communicate on their level. It's so, so good. Oh, I was just saying like Emma is just such a superstar teacher and you know like we're so lucky to have someone who does that but I think it does really help her then when she gets back to her job um, to be able to do that so as a preschool teacher if you're listening you definitely should try and get that done um, but I wanted Emma to talk a little bit about what we do when our preschoolers first walk in the door because I think that really can be a game changer especially for new trials um, but also just for our preschoolers in general sometimes they come in happy sometimes they're cranky like they can come in in all sorts of different moods we know that um so emma tell us the stuff that uh you do when they come in um so when they come in obviously we make sure that we announce every single child and obviously we want to make sure that it's different in any way that we can if they have a really cute outfit on that day we go oh my goodness i love your shoes say they're so sparkly or i love your bow or i love your hat um making sure that's kind of different to each kind of kid um and then we have books at our school that we actually get the kids to pick a book and we actually sit and read with the books some of the books are um obviously depending on the age they just flip through and they just want to look at the pictures but just sitting there and being able to connect with them and they pick the book that they want is really special and i know that all of our parents absolutely love that and we as teachers love that we love um being someone important to them that they can go, Miss Emma, can you come read this Wiggles book to me? And I'm like, oh my goodness, yes, let's read this book. So that's something really special as well that we do. It sort of settles them as well. You know, sometimes they can come in and maybe they've had a really bad morning. We know what mornings are like (laughs) with little ones. (laughs) Um, You know, and it can be crazy getting out the door and they're stressed and mum's stressed. And so bringing them in and sitting them down and just giving them that quiet time before class can really help them to get into class without too much problem, we found anyway. Yeah, especially um, getting them away from those kids that are clingy to their parents. I feel like they feel a lot more happy to leave their kids if they know that their kids are settled and they're happy to sit and read a book. So it's really good for separating them from their parents as well. I love that. That's such a great idea to do before class. So do you do that for like the 10 minutes before class, five minutes? What do you find works best? Yeah. Um, So it kind of depends. We do it as they arrive. So um, we get them to pick a book as they arrive. Some kids will just come and join in the book that you're reading, but we have multiple staff that sometimes we're up to reading four different books in the waiting room from about the five to 10 minute mark before their class. So it kind of depends um, if they all like the same book. Um, At the moment, Lion King's a really popular one for some reason. Um, At the moment, um, this morning, I was reading Lion King to about 10 different kids, but it kind of depends on the days how many books um, we do read for them. So cute. So, so cute. So what other great tips have you got for us? You're obviously a magical whiz with preschoolers. Um, So let us know some other great (laughs) tips. Um, so my biggest thing as well would be making the big celebrations super, super big, as big as you can and getting them excited the lead up towards. So obviously Easter is coming up. Um, so we've been talking now, we're doing our Easter celebration, um, not next week, but the following week. And we've been starting to tell them like, oh, who's coming soon? The Easter bunny, or maybe he might come visit us at dancing. So getting them excited about that. And then we go all out for all of our events for Easter, Christmas, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Halloween and the kids love it we dress up um, we do special things like coloring in for Easter we're going to do a little face painting get cute photos and all of those kinds of things Um, and we're also going to do a little performance for their parents which is exciting so that's kind of getting them ready before their concerts and things like that and that way parents can kind of see what they're doing in class um, and they think that's super super special as well I love that 
Yeah, getting parent getting photos with the parents is really yeah. great too because then the parents will share it on social media. So if you are going to get photos for Easter or for Mother's Day or whatever it might be, make sure that you either send it to the parent or say to the parents on the day, make sure that you guys tag us so that we can share it on our socials as well. Um, that free advertising is key, right, Amanda? I know you're all about that. Oh, for sure. It's the Instagrammable moment. It's the same reason when you go, you know, uh, a trendy bar, a trendy restaurant, they have the Instagram signs and they have the neon signs and the place that they want you to sit and take the photo, you know, create that in your studio as well or create those moments so that they take those photos and tag you. It's all about the Instagram tags, isn't it? Yeah, totally, totally is. Um, And I think the key to these sort of events is to really have your plans in place. Um, Emma's been planning it for about three weeks now. She's got a critical path for every time slot and what exactly is happening when Easter Bunny and Alice is coming in, when the egg hunt is. Um, That's all shared with all of our staff. It's colour-coded. Emma's all (laughs) about it. Um, But look, that organisation is key. You need to have it there if you want to have a truly successful event. Um, I think it's so important. So, so great. I love those tips. Emma, you sound like a rock star employee. you got to love that. <laughs> she is. She absolutely is. Um, perfect. Um, Emma, do you want to talk to us about what sort of teachers you think we need in a preschool class? Because I know you work with lots of different preschool teachers across the week. Um, Emma's there, I think, five out of our six days of yep. preschool. So she knows what sort of teachers are needed. So let us know what you think about that. So pretty much whenever you're teaching preschool, the more over the top, the better. So as I've said before, um, you've probably heard it a thousand times, but I think sometimes I have more fun in the classes than the kids do. I will never rock up to a class with just a plain ponytail. Sometimes I do space bums with three different hair bows in and the kids love it. The kids um, actually have been dressing up and putting different bows in and different hairs every week because they know that's what the teachers do and they love that. They think it's super fun. Um, So being over the top with not just your voice and all of those kinds of things, but taking pride in what you wear um, and how you look. Um, Also being over the top with how you speak, how you dance, all of those kinds of things. Um, If you be really monotone, they're just going to zone out straight away. The more excited and, oh my God, today we're going to do skipping from the corner. No way. Oh my goodness. Let's go. Get to the corner. Go, go, go. The more excited and over the top you can be, they think it's the best thing ever. And all they're doing is skipping from the corner, but you make it really special. So being really over the top is very, very important for preschoolers. Yeah, so, so good. We always talk to our preschool teachers about the fact that it's a performance. It's no different to getting on stage and dancing. I like to um, talk about high five a lot um, because I feel like high five, you know, they're more like themselves rather than characters. And, you know, in high five, um, if you haven't watched high five recently, like, Put it on and have a watch because I think you can actually learn a lot from it and how they um, how they speak to the children, how they get excited, what they wear, the bright colours, the lots of multicolours, things in their hair, like Emma said, all of those things. And it's this big performance that they're the, you know so excited to do this amazing thing today. It's going to be the best day ever. Um, and I think that watching those things and trying to replicate that in your classroom is like the absolute best tip. 
A hundred percent. And I think that has to start not just in the classroom, but from the second that kid walks mm. in the door. Um, and, you know, Amanda, I always talk about tour guide Barbie, but we have my front of house person is at that door greeting every single child, making them feel amazing. Like Emma said, all the preschool teachers, when the kids walk in, announce them, oh, Phoenix. You know, I'm saying it because my little boy's <laughs> name is Phoenix, but Phoenix, oh my goodness, we love your shoes. They're so cute. Come and sit down. We're so excited to see you. Every child gets greeted that way. There's nothing worse than walking in and then no one greets them and it's awkward and they just sit down with mum or dad or sit down, you know, like you've got to create that that epic atmosphere from the second they go in, 100%. For sure. And you were saying before, Beck, about, you know, that you'd taken Phoenix to swimming and there was no greeting, there was no anything and it just makes for an awkward waiting room and an awkward atmosphere. Totally. And I always look at other businesses that I go into with Phoenix and compare it to ours. And sometimes in a good way, sometimes I'm like, wow, I would absolutely love for that to happen and bring it back to my team and do that. But sometimes I'm like, wow, this could really improve, you know, if they just had a different feel to the way that they're doing things here, for sure, for sure. Mm. Um, Emma, we wanted to ask you what do you do when there is a child who doesn't want to come into the class, who's crying, screaming? It doesn't even always have to be a, f- a new trial. Like sometimes you've got kids who've done dancing with you for three or four months or even a year and they come in and they're having a bad morning. So what sort of tips have you got to help with that? Yeah, it happens all the time. Even this morning we had someone that's been with us for a year and a half and she just came in in absolute tears. Um, my biggest thing is I always say, do you want to be my helper today? Um, okay, we're going to go get something special. Do you want to help me get the parachute out? And they think that's special and that helps them calm them down knowing they have you to rely on and know that they have something to do. Um, so being a helper is a really, really good one. Um, sometimes it sounds really silly, but sometimes a hug, giving them a hug and giving them a big cuddle. I always say that I have healing hugs. I go, do we need a museum a cuddle? And they go, yeah. Um, so being a helper, giving them a cuddle, reminding them that it's okay to be upset, um, usually is a good one. If they're really struggling to get into class and they're just not interested at all, um, usually what I'll do is... I'll them to follow me. Um, they'll usually stand next to me, maybe on the line or something like that. Um, and what I do is they help me be the little teacher. They like being the teacher. That's a really cute one. Mm. Um, and they think that they're super important as well. And then you'll usually find that after five to 10 minutes, they'll probably join in with the rest of them um, and go back to their normal class. Yeah. Yes. I love that. I love that. I, I've also got a tip that, I mean, not, I know not everyone can do this, but I feel like it was a game changer at our school is that we always have two preschool teachers in every class. Yeah. So we have one preschool teacher who's there to toilet run support. Usually it's a junior, you know, if we can get a junior in, depending on what day it is, obviously, um, or who can cuddle that person or that child that's screaming. Because if you're in there by yourself and you've got a screamer, it is very, very hard to run that class. So yes, I understand that it's extra money, um, but I do feel that it makes all the difference in building your numbers in that class and makes it a lot easier. So we always have two teachers at least in each class. Yeah, for sure. That's amazing. So let's talk parents in the classroom, out of the classroom. What do you find works best, Emma? 
Um, so when we do our trials, we let our parents come in because obviously they've never done it before. They've never met you before. It makes them feel a lot more comfortable being in there. It, it also makes the kid feel a lot more comfortable. Um, but we also tell our parents and we find all the time that kids actually do better with the parents not in the room. Um, usually when the parents in the room, what they'll do is they'll do something and then they'll get excited and they'll run to mom and be like, did you see that? That was really good. And then they'll <laughs> run back and the cons, they're constantly running back and forward. And it's actually going to distract the whole entire class class the flow of the class so we actually find that it's a lot better for kids to be um, in the class without their parents and we always say oh we're going to do a special video or a special photo for mommy now um, and then that way they feel like mom and dad are still getting to watch them um, but yeah definitely having parents outside of the room once they're settled and comfortable um, we get a lot more um, done in the class flow and everything's a lot easier for what sure. do you do without amanda do you have parents in out what do you we have parents out most of the time um even for trials if we can manage it we have parents out for that reason we have really good viewing screens um yeah so we because we find that sometimes if we let them in the first time then that's all that they want the kid then they you know then they want the parent in every week so we do have that issue um but you know we just do what works basically what I say to my staff is let's do what works. Whatever works for everybody and makes everybody happy, we, we do what we need to do to make it work. So, you know, we don't have hard and fast rules on it um, ever. It just – it is what it is. But I would love to know what you guys do as well when the parent won't leave. And, you, you know, we're not talking about the child now. What about the parent that you've gone – oh, she's doing really, really well. Do you want to go sit out in the waiting room? And they're like, no, I would like to stay here. Thank you. How do you deal with that, Emma, as um, a young a, person? <laughs> we've had a few like that. Yep. Um, so our classes go for about 45 minutes. And if they're really adamant that, no, I need to be in the room with my child, what we kind of do is, okay, this week, let's stay in for half an hour. The last 15 minutes, let's see how they go without you. Mm. Then they're usually fine. Then we go, do you know what? They nailed it without you for 15. Let's try for 20 minutes and slowly get them staying in there for shorter periods. That way they feel like they're being heard and they also feel a lot more comfortable. They're like, oh, do you know what? They did do 20 minutes of the class last week without me. Let's go for the whole time this week. Yep. Um, so I find that that works really, really well. Mm, doing great idea. Slowly getting them out of the room each week. Mm. I love that. I think as well, it's so important to consistently talk about school readiness and that we're trying to create independence in them. So I know my admin staff, we really talk a lot about that to parents. Oh, you know, this is going to get them ready for school. They're going to find their independence. Um, and that way it also encourages them to do that. We've got really good viewing screens as well. Um, and so I think that definitely makes a difference. But we also have our preschool room in sort of a room where they can walk past the hallway and, yeah. and look in the window if they're really worried about it or whatever. So yeah, I think all of those things, but I love the, um, I didn't even know Emma did that. <laughs> I love that. But it's like, yeah, okay, five minutes. Let's try another five. Let's yeah. try another five. Like that's amazing. Yeah. Rockstar. So, so good. Um, the very last thing that we wanted to say is like, we're just talking about parents. How important is it, is it to interact with those parents? What do, what do you do with your team, Emma, um, going in and out of the waiting area, all that sort of stuff? Um, so interacting with parents is the biggest thing. So 
obviously pretty much your parent is trusting you with their kid and they want to know what's happening in the class how the kid's going all of those kinds of things so as beck said we have two staff members what we do is one staff member will help change shoes and all of those kinds of things and the other one will take the rest of the kids out go and speak to those parents oh my god they did so good today they put their jazz shoes on by themselves they did skipping and talking to the parents and getting that interaction um so we always make sure that in between our classes we at least have one staff member going out and interacting and then at the beginning and at the end of our classes all of our staff members will talk to parents about how they're going um, and all of those kinds of things and as I said we are doing videos and photos and things like that that we send to our parents every single lesson um, because obviously they're not in there to take all of that stuff and they love that stuff as well. Yeah, Amanda so and I have talked about this a lot. It's it's really an expectation now with preschool parents that they get that. They get it from, um, you know, we have it with swimming. I actually downloaded the app, believe it or not, Amanda, from swimming. Uh, so we, we get it from swimming. We get it from um, preschool. Every single day that Phoenix is at preschool, he gets pictures and taught something on the app saying what they've been doing. So I think that is so important. Um, Amanda and I are huge believers in band. If you haven't looked at band, you definitely should. Uh, it's amazing. But whatever you might have, closed Facebook group or maybe you've already got an app with the um, accounting system you use, go for it and make sure that your teachers are posting because parents love to see it. Oh, for sure. And it's just expected. Like, you know, even uh, my two older children who are in primary school, I get three, four, five app posts a day on what they're doing in class, um, even my older daughter in year four. Um, so every single day. So it's just an expectation a lot of parents have if they're getting that from school they expect to have it at dancing as well so I think that that is so so important so do you want to tell us a little bit about your preschool programs to finish up Emma we would love to hear a little bit about them and the benefits of them before we finish for the day Beautiful. So um, I have two. We have a little monkeys, which is a circus program. Um, so for our circus program, we do lots of things, lots of gross motor skills. So they'll do juggling with scarves. So getting that hand-eye coordination um, and they have different skills, obviously, um, as they go up. And we also have aerial skills. So they go in the air, um, getting them to stand, spin, go upside down. They think it's super, super cool. Um, and the really cool thing about our little monkeys program is we have level cards. Um, so they go through all of the level cards and it's not just about their skills so they'll tick all of their skills off but we also have um, skills on there that I sat and waited in in line I answered questions I can identify colors I know my left and right so um, as Beck said getting them ready for school readiness parents love that they think that's the best thing ever um, so that's our little monkeys um, it's super super cute um, we also have a tumble town program which is our new program it's our acrobatics preschool program um, we also have levels for them so um, it's our traffic light. We follow Flippy and we go on an adventure. Um, the cool thing about our um, Tumble Town is it's not just teaching them acro, it's actually teaching them about the world. So at the moment we're going to Canada and they're learning all about maple syrup and the maple leaf and they're learning about the moose and about ice hockey and all of those things. Um, some of our kids have been going out to parents going, I went to Canada and saw a moose today and their parents <laughs> are so, so impressed that they know about Canada and what it is and the flag is red and white. Um, so that parents absolutely love that. Um, they have all different levels um, and they follow a little storybook at the beginning, which is a super, super cute and special and the kids absolutely love the interactive book. So, so cute. So amazing. Um, 
Yeah, Emma came up with Tumbletown completely. And I, as you know, Amanda, have released quite a few programs. And I said to her, when she first came to me, she was like, I want to do this um, acrobatics preschool program. And I said, no way, we are not doing any more programs. I am exhausted. This isn't happening. And then she was like, but it's really cute. They read a story and they go on a journey around the world and the world things tell them what to do. So if they go to Australia and they do the Harbour Bridge, that's their bridges. And I was like, jokes. Okay, let's do it. (laughs) So like, she's just a genius with the preschool stuff. You know, she's just a a world of knowledge and so creative and amazing with it. I'm very lucky to have her. So, so good. We run both of the programs at our studio and they are amazing. Where can they find out more? What's the best website to go to, Emma? Um, the best website is our Dance Cirque website. So Dance Cirque is our branch. Um, so if you just look up Dance Cirque, um, it'll come up for you. And that has everything. So that has our Tumbletown program, our Little Monkeys program. And then also for our Older Kids program, we now have Lyra and a Silks program as well. So if you're interested in that, check that out as well. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us today, Emma. You have so much great knowledge on preschoolers. I hope you guys got so much out of today. It was an awesome call. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Awesome. We're having so many internet delays, but we're doing our best to pull through. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed um, today's podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Dance Principles United, and we can't wait to see you next week. (laughs) 